Welcome back, everybody. This is Homesteads and Homeschools, a Thursday edition I like to call the Good View Quarter, a little update of, uh, of the happenings around here. This is the 10th update, which means you can find the show notes for this at homesteadsandhomeschools.com slash gvq10. In there might be some pictures, definitely going to be some pictures, probably some recipes, uh, probably going to be some recipes. And I'll get into that as to why in a little bit. But um, before I get on with uh, everything we got going on on the outside and all the homesteading stuff, we're going to talk about some homeschooling stuff because that's what we're going to talk about. We were going to start, we uh, our, we run our homeschool year a little different than the public school year. Um, we like to get started earlier so we can kind of take more time here and there and um, you know, if we want to go take a week off and go plant vegetables, we can do that. If we want to take a week off and, you know, go visit family up north, we can do that or, or whatever the case may be. Um, we like to have some of that, that leeway, have some of those, those days banked. So when the state comes looking, we have, have paperwork there for it all. So we're going to try to start, I think last week. Um, and we kind of put it off and, uh, we're going to start this week and we're, putting it off again. And, uh, one of the reasons we're, we're putting it off, um, one, we're busy, but two, we do, uh, we use the moving beyond the page curriculum. Um, we like it so far, you know, we've used it for the last couple, three years. Um, and I'll put a link to that in the show notes. That is an affiliate link. So, uh, you can click through on that if you want, uh, but just be, be forewarned. Anyway, um, we use it, it, it uses, books, lots of like library books and stuff, you know? So, and rather than get them on, on Amazon, um, where it's going to be a, a significant amount of money by the end of a school year, we'll get what we can from the library. And we're pretty good at, um, getting the books we need from the library. And if our library doesn't have them, it's a smaller library. We'll request them through, uh, the interlibrary loan. Well, we pulled up the, the website to do that. And I met with a big, COVID banner, you know, libraries are still closed. So we're open. Georgia is open, but libraries are still closed. Now they have drive-through hours where you can request a book and go pick it up. And, you know, they, they tell you when you have to come and pick it up. And, um, but in terms of requesting books from other libraries on interlibrary loan, it's proving to be a, a rather time-consuming process. It's been two and a half weeks now, three weeks almost, and um, those books that are coming from some some other library have yet to arrive. It's it's kind of obnoxious. Um, it's really almost laughable at this point. I haven't talking. I haven't talked much about the couve on this show. Uh, I try to keep it out of it, but. Um, Finally, some of the books came into the library and they, they called me to set up a, a time to go pick them up. Right? I couldn't just show up and step up to the front desk. I had to make an appointment to pick up books. Uh, now, the library, I mean, come on, man. The library is its not a banging place, right? There's not bodies all over in the library. It's quiet. People are spread out. Um, it's not very well frequented, but it's still shut down. Um, so I have to make an appointment to go, go pick up my books. So I make an appointment and the only time I can get there is a week from the day that they called. Great. So a week later, I'll finally get the books that they, they have. So Friday morning rolls around and I, God, I can't remember the time. 
I couldn't remember what time it was, 10, 11. So I called and, and found out and said, okay, I'll, I'll be down there at 11. I get down there and uh, I pull up to the, the front of the library. I go to get out of my car and I walk up to the door and I see the lady on the other side of the door. It's kind of shadowy inside, so I didn't have a real clear view of her. And I'm kind of peering through the window and boy, she's waving both arms, pointing, pointing me, telling me to get back in my car. I'm kind of confused. I'm like, wait, what, what's going on? So she walks down to the other door, right? So she's like five, six doors down from me. She opens up the door and says, sir, sir, you have to get back in your car. Sorry, you, you need to stay in your car, sir. Uh, okay. So I mosey on back to the car. I just tweaked my quad playing soccer. So I'm kind of gimping around like a baboon and I, uh, you know, hobble over to my car, get in and I open the door and I'm getting in. I'm like, oh crap. I got books that I got to put back in the, I, I got to bring back. So I go get back out of my car, walk around, get the books out of the, the driver's side uh, seat there and kind of wave to the lady inside like, Hey, I got these books. What do you want me to do with them? And she just keeps gesturing to the, the, uh, book drop. Like, you wouldn't believe. I mean, it was, you know, full on theatrics. Um, it, it was insane. I couldn't even give her the books that I had to return. I had to put them in the book drop. Um, you know, I, I don't know what the point, I mean, just really, am, am I that contagious? Is, are people that contagious that you can't like, you know, cross paths with them just to, uh, to return some books. So anyway, she finally comes out and, um, you know, puts the, puts the books in my, my driver's side and, you know, I'm supposed to roll the window down and they deposit the books that way. And it's just, it's just ridiculous. Um, guys, I, I don't care where you fall on everything. Uh, it, we don't need to be that cautious. Uh, you know, all the numbers that we're seeing and everything, it's just, that's just insane. That's just insane. We, you can't go in a library. You can't like talk to someone. They have to put books through your window. Um, I don't know. I don't know. So anyway, that's, that's our kind of hold up on homeschool. Um, <laughs> Given us a little bit of a pause there. I had mentioned once upon a time that we were th- um, going to try to quilt together a, a um, curriculum for our, our younger daughter. And we're still kind of thinking about that. We are leaning more maybe on sending her to, to public school. Um, and there's a couple different things for that. It's a, it's a tough decision. It's one that I don't really like to make. I, I don't really want her to go to public school. However, um, Coming from, you know, a, a difficult background that, that she has coming from, you know, neglect and, um, all the, the things that go with, you know, foster care and, and neglect. Um, sometimes I think, you know, I, I wonder if having a break from one another isn't uh, a healthier thing to do for everyone involved. Um, including her and myself and my wife and our kids, um, to kind of give everyone a, a break from things. Um, and I think it's more along the, the adoption side than the homeschool side of things. But, um, you know, it, I don't know how to explain it. Um, when you, you know, going through the adoption process, you're, you're really melding families and you're really, melding and, and, and taking on all the, the chaos and the baggage that existed before you were in the picture. And you know that going into it, you understand that. Um, but it isn't until down the road 
that you fully recognize um, all that that encompasses. And, you know, it can be extremely difficult, um, especially on, you know, our, our bio kids who didn't really have a choice in the matter. You know, they had a choice to some degree, but let's face it, you know, when you have a, a third child, um, biologically, your kids don't have a choice. Number one and two don't have a choice. It just, it's going to happen. So that's the way we, we approach the adoption thing. Um, you know, we talked to the kids about it, but it, at the end of the day, it was, it was our decision to make. Um, you know, and it's been tough on them. And so I wonder if, you know, sending, sending her to, to public school won't give us all that little bit of a break we need to kind of catch our breath to be able to build a, a healthier relationship at home. And then, you know, next year, uh, kind of build off of that by, by homeschooling. Um, just, you know, based on everything that happened last year, um, the way, the way schooling went based on some of the services that, that she may receive, um, in the public school or that, um, some of the, uh, I don't necessarily want to say structure, but some of the, you know, the, the environmental, um, rigidity or just, seeing other children behaving in a certain way and, and seeing some of that, it, it may have a, a positive impact. It, it may not, um, but it, it's something that we're talking about and is not totally off the table. Um, and it's weird. It's weird. It's a weird thing to think about because it, it's just, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see how it goes and I will, will keep you posted on, on all of that. Um, and who knows, maybe one day I will do a, an adoption special uh, episode. Um, I'm always hesitant to do it because um, adoption is a a uh, very heavy subject. It's um, a touchy subject and it's one that uh, if you're not, if you haven't gone through it, if you don't know what it is firsthand, um, some people can say things that are really off-putting and, and you'll hear things and you can't understand. I can't believe they would say that. How can you say that? Um, and at the end of the day, it's it's the truth and that's the way things are. And, and until you've lived it, it's hard to very hard to grasp. But neither here nor there. Let's get into what's going on outside. So um, we lost a bunch of chickens to a raccoon. Um, we lost some turkeys. We lost a bunch of meat birds to the freezer. So, and then last, last month, uh, beginning of this month, actually, we hatched out a whole bunch of new chicks. So we had 12 chicks. We've lost one so far. Um, but they're, they're doing good. They're, I don't know, two weeks old now, I think. So they're, they're getting bigger and they're all outside with their mamas, um, pecking and peeping and jumping around. They're wild little things just, you know, running all over the place, little, little, crazy things. Um, and they're doing good. They're doing one of the chicks hatched late. It was, uh, kind of smaller and and a little bit weak when it came out. So of course my daughter took it in to, to take care of it and it needed a friend. Um, and so I'm, I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker for my daughters. Um, you know, you're, if you're a father, you understand, you understand. So, uh, when she asked for a friend for her little chick, um, we decided that, uh, rather than take one from outside that was a little bit bigger, we'd get a, a new, a newer chick. 
down at Tractor Supply. And of course, Tractor Supply doesn't allow you to buy one chick, right? Um, you have to buy four at a minimum. So I was thinking I was we were, we were going to get a, a pair of ducks because you can get two ducks. Um, and of course, they didn't have ducks that day. So we're, we're into chicks at this point. And uh, we ended up picking up um, two pullets, two Wheaton Moran pullets. Um, and they had guineas. So we got two pearl guineas. Um, I've, I've always heard mixed things about them. Heard they're really good buggers. I've heard that they're really good at um, kind of being watchbirds, watchdog type birds that will be very loud and obnoxious when a predator comes around. Um, I've also read that they're hard to contain. They're, they're more of a game bird. And so we will see how that goes. We're going to keep them in the the pasture. We've got two pastures now. Uh, we just finished fencing in the second pasture. I got to run electric on it, but um, we've got probably five acres at this point um, fenced in. So I'm thinking we may be able to keep them in there, especially if we we uh, clip their wings and keep them from from flying too high. Uh, but we'll we'll see how that goes. But yeah, so we have lots of lots of baby birds all over, and uh, on top of the baby birds, we have kittens because. I'm a bad cat owner, uh, bad bad cat owner. Um, you know, we uh, we were gonna get her spayed and kind of put it off, and then the coup happened and put it off even more. And she got out one night, and we were worried because she didn't come back. We were kind of concerned. She finally came back the next day, and I was, oh okay, we'll put her inside. And then we realized what was happening. She was in heat, and it was. Uh, Quite the quite the spectacle. Um, if you've ever pet a cat in heat, um, you'll know it is a spectacle. So we locked her up, put her in the kennel, and, and kept her there for you know three or four days until she was done. And we thought we had you know we thought we did okay. We thought we we got ahead of it. Well, uh, beginning of this month, um, no, we did not get ahead of it. No, we have uh, five kittens now. So three orange ones, a gray one, and uh, a chocolate one, and I'll throw some pictures up of, of them. But they are very cute, very adorable. Not sure what we're going to do with any of them. Um, if you would like a kitten and you will be a good cat owner, uh, please get at me. Let me know. I'm happy to to help you out. A um, little hesitant, you know, around here to just kind of give them to people. That they, uh, you know, cats are lots of feral cats down here, and, and People treat them as such, and, and they can be a, a pest and a nuisance when they're eating your your baby animals. Um, so they are treated as such, and so I'd rather rather these kittens uh, not end up like that. But anyway, so that's it. We got our, our cats, we got our chickens, we got our turkeys. Uh, I finally built a, a turkey tractor that I put in the goat pasture, and of course, the goats are very curious about it, which I anticipated. Um, However, they were a little more interested in certain parts of it than, than I had anticipated. And so they jumped on it a little bit um, with their front paws and kind of front hooves and kind of stood up on it um, with their with their front hooves and, and busted up the, the roof a little bit. And the wind came through the other night and um, snapped some of the, the PVC uh, roof that I, I had uh, basically took a 12-foot piece of PVC. I think it was 14 feet of, of PVC. And... Um, bent it over in like a, a bow shape and use that as, as a roof rib. And uh, the wind just snapped those um, in half because it, it gets really windy down here. And um, so I've got to revamp that a little bit. I think uh, 
we're going to have to, when I run hot wire around the, the rest of the pasture, we're going to have to rig something up around the, the turkey tractor as well, just to keep the goats off it. Um, and we should be, should be good to go from there. Garden's coming along. All right. We harvested some, some corn, some peas, all that good stuff. However, it's gotten ahead of us. Um, the weeds have, but also just the vegetables. Um, We've just had so much going on with with everything that um, we missed some of some of the the food that that's out there. So they'll of course it'll be turned into seeds and we'll, we'll keep that. Um, but you know it's it's always it, it is it's disappointing when you you know you're you're processing as much as time will allow and there's still more out there to to be picked and to be had. Um, and I think we're kind of learning that uh, with our our garden as it is, um, unless we really, you know, kind of do some raised beds or really, really amend the soil. Um, our garden is going to be tough and, you know, uh, we have to really pick what thrives in there. Um, sweet potatoes, cow peas, watermelon, corn, um, some okra, um, and, and that's the summer stuff. And then the winter, you know, you got your beets and your cabbage, your, your broccoli, Brussels sprouts, um, lettuce, stuff like that. And so I think we're, we need to, we've, kind of dialed it in um because it's it's been year after year with tomatoes and they're just they don't do well uh, we're not doing well with them and and yeah tomatoes are nice but a couple on the porch and a, and a bucket might do just as well as as um what we've got going on out there so we'll see we'll see what happens but i think that is going to be how it goes let's see anything else anything else anything else um no no i think that's a I think that is it. Uh, go check out uh, last Tuesday's episode. Um, I think we may be getting some Mason bees on account of that episode. So go go listen to that. Um, and guys, uh, yeah, do your things out there. Enjoy it. Have a, a wonderful summer. Summer is kicking in. It's going in full steam. Enjoy it. Because uh, for some of you that uh, have that shorter summer, it's, it's about to be over. It's about to be over. And that sucks. So. Hey guys, remember, get out there, sow those seeds of liberty, and we can all reap sheaves of freedom together.